0: Welcome to the Destiny Awakening Interviews, a podcast with Andrew Wayfinder and his guests, bringing you powerful insights, inspiration, and ways to break free, live life your way, and make a difference in our changing and
1: challenging world. So, hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Renievich, and I'm joined today by Ken Jacobs, PCC CPC Certified Professional Coach a PR executive and leader, consultant and coach to leaders in the PR, marketing and communications related industries. And a very warm welcome to you, Ken. And where are you hanging out today?
0: I am hanging out in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey, down the shore. If you know uh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen's greetings from Asbury Park, that's where he was. It's where he came to fame. And uh, he's done a lot to support our little city by the sea. Great, great venue for music, art, theater, restaurants. It's, it's a joy living here. Really.
1: Oh, lovely. That sounds very lucky. Well, let's get on to your work and your experience. So sure. an expert on staff and leadership development, training, morale, recruitment, and retention. Ken founded Jacobs Consulting and Executive Coaching at jacobscom.com 10 years ago to help his top agency clients win more business, manage their businesses for profit, improve client service, team performance, communications, and leadership skills. Prior to that, Ken had a 25-year career in management and leadership positions with agencies such as Ogilvy & Mather, Adams & Reinhardt, and Marina Maher Communications. And in that time, he founded and led the MMMC Masters, which was an industry-leading, and recognized training program, as well as writing leadership articles and a column, which he still continues for public relations tactics, PR news and the public relations strategist. So thank you, Ken, for your time today. And the topic is leading in uncertain times. And Ken's going to unpack that topic in answering six questions. So, the first question, Ken, who is your ideal client and what is the transformation your work helps them achieve?
0: Thank you. So, my ideal client obviously is in the PR, marketing, integrated communications, advertising, and related space, though we've worked with others. They are primarily on the agency side, though we work with others. And they tend to be, you know, at the agency level, they tend to be the CEO. An executive vice president, you know, a senior leader, senior executive, senior manager, that, that kind of person. And we work quite often with the transformation they are they're looking for and they get from executive coaching is they often are very good at what they do. They're very good at the PR. And now, of course, nowadays PR includes communications, content, data, social, you know, SEO, you name it. And many of them are promoted into positions of leadership before anyone's asked, but are they a great leader? Do they have an engaged, inspired following? People that, when you say, you know, here's the vision I have, are they in the boat with them, so to speak? Um, Many have issues with command and control, you know, my way or the highway, as we say here in the States. And that can work temporarily, but it really does not work over the medium and the long term. So we have this issue on the agency side. We promote them because they're good at what they do. They're great with clients. They're great with prospects. They build the business. They, they bring in the money. But after a while, that leadership style, if that's what the issue is, does not work because the clients think, hmm. I've had the same senior vice president on my business for five years, but why do I have a different vice president every other year? Why do I have a different account supervisor, new account executives? It's because they're walking out the door and that does not work. Yeah. So, so what's the biggest
1: challenge that, that the person at that level is facing?
0: Yeah. I, I think it's understanding the difference between being a practitioner a manager and a leader. I think it's about understanding that that style does not work. I think it's for many about understanding some of the basic tenets of leadership, including you know, having a vision for your organization that you share with them and they understand their role in achieving the vision that you share and reiterate the values what brings us into work every day and you know not everyone on the team has to have the same values but you need a certain amount of alignment with the organization's values and the leader's values and and your followers have to understand as i said the vision and their role in achieving it you know two more i'd add are you know the importance of trust of being a trusted leader that your folks know You really have their backs and you trust them back. And then the last thought for now is this notion of respect, consistently communicating respect, especially when you have to share what I call constructive feedback. I don't call it constructive critique, but constructive feedback about workplace behavior or output or performance. That respect is so absolutely essential.
1: Yeah. Well, certainly um, a lot of my clients sound like they're people who are reporting to your clients yeah. <laughs> and they're not very happy about the experience they're having because yeah. I think there's there's an awful lot of, it's like that old t-shirt the, the beatings will continue until morale improves
0: <laughs> Which I purchased, which I purchased, I, w- I won't wear it but no, you know, and, and I think that um, you change the entire outcome for your organization when you step up and truly lead, when you really listen, really listen. Well, let me put this in the right order. When you ask rather than tell, when you learn how to ask truly empowering questions, because the way that it makes your followers or your peers or even your boss's brain light up in a different way. And then you learn to really listen ask another question, and then another, and another. It can be an absolute game changer. But, you know, as I remind my clients, you know, in the, in the PR agency or the PR leadership graveyard, there's no tombstone that says, she doubled her billings in a year, right? It doesn't happen. But when you talk about having a true leadership legacy, when you have all these people who say, I learned so much about leadership, not just from their words, but from watching, that, watching them in action. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate in my career, I worked for two agency glass ceiling breakers, Jean Schoonover and Barbara Hunter. I didn't, I didn't work for them in the late 60s, but in the late 69, they bought their agency and, and they were one of the first women-owned PR agencies, at least in the States. And I also got to work for Lenore Cooney, who is a remarkable leader. And you mentioned Marina Marr earlier uh, of Marina Marr Communications, MMC. And all, it's so funny, all of us who are alum and many have gone on to just stellar communications leadership careers, we all talk about how we think about what we learned from her and how we reflect on, on her Marina-isms, which inspire <laughs> us. That's a leadership legacy. That Mm -hmm. is so much more rewarding, I think, than 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 many of the great things we we get to do, and I got to do, in the agency business.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so that seems to tie in both to question number three and question four. Sort of, what's the number one insight you would share?
0: Yeah. So I'm being a very bad, yeah, very bad podcast guest and bouncing around questions. No, no, that's great. (laughs) So, so tell me your question again. So yeah, what's what's
1: the number one insight you would give to help someone as they're facing these sorts of challenges of you know stepping into that leadership role?
0: Right, thank you. No, you know, it's leadership. Step up from management into leadership. There are all kinds of things you can do in management: increase your profit, increase your income, expand, grow, you know, merge, purchase become more profitable, all the things that you might want to do in the management of a firm. But first start with leadership. Start with some of the things we talked about before, the trust, the respect, the listening, the vision, the values, all those important things. Because when you do that, you become a more effective and inspiring leader. And once you do that, It's so much easier to create any management change because you've got people supporting you. You've got people wanting to implement with you. You've got people wanting to do their part in the most challenging management situation. So always lead with leadership. And that's more challenging. It takes thought. It takes work. uh, It takes time. And it is an investment in which you will get ROI. You will get return on investment every single time. I, I believe that passionately because I've ex- I experienced it in my own career. Mm-hmm. And then I've experienced in the work we've done this last decade uh, with leaders. So know the difference between managing and leading and always start with leading. And when you, you know, when you turn around and you see inspired people who want to achieve that with you, Talk about rewarding and fulfilling
1: Great. So question number four, what's what concept, book, program, talk, or experience has been most impactful in in, in your development?
0: You know, I, I think the 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 book right now that is just so incredible for me, and I've encouraged every one of my clients to purchase it. and I have no relationship with the author. Let me be clear about that. but it's the coaching habit say less, ask more and change the way you lead forever by Michael, I hope I'm pronouncing his names right, Bungey Stainier. Uh, and it's funny, it has the word coaching in it, but it's not really for coaches. It's about how leaders can bring coaching into their leadership style and it's so effective. And it is all about some key questions to ask. You know. I needed to create a mantra for myself when I shifted from agency leadership, which is you know basically you're, you're a consultant to your clients, right? And I had a shift that I, I created this mantra of don't tell, ask. Because every time I or any leader asks, as I think I mentioned earlier, you're engaging a different part of the brain of your follower, of your peer, of your boss. And it's the part of the brain where passion lives, where inspiration lives, and where engagement lives. And if you ask questions, their brains kick in and they take over and they're able to figure out so much more. So if we're just quiet and ask these questions and every one of my clients I've recommended it to, they told me it's a game changer. Um, So I highly recommend it. And even before you buy it, and, and it's easy to read, it's practical, it's light, you know, it's, it's wonderful. And you just start asking these questions, everything changes. It, it, it's really remarkable.
1: That's great. Well, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes for sure. <clears throat> it reminds me of something that's, um, I don't know if it comes from Zen or from Buddhism, but the statement that the conditioned mind attacks and defends the unconditioned mind gets curious.
0: Oh, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, one of the biggest trends we're seeing in both leadership and coaching, uh, not that new anymore, but is neuroplasticity, our brain's ability to learn and relearn and learn new things. And a lot of us said, well, I'm hardwired that way. And I'm like, no, the, the beauty you're of not. this thing is that you're, you're not as hardwired as you think. And you can rewire And when you learn how to do that through reading, through websites, hopefully with, you know, an executive coach, it is remarkable the kind of outcomes you can get. Um, The brain is really a special thing, a special place, a special concept. And once you harness that, anything can happen.
1: Okay, great. So question five, what's the free resource you'd like to share with the audience to help them out?
0: So I've been doing a lot of research and writing, obviously, about leadership for a long time. And I've created our third leadership ebook, which is how to lead the leaders on your team. And it is, you know, because many of the people we work with, and I'm sure many of your listeners and viewers, aren't just leading teams and individuals and followers. They're leading leaders in their own right, or they're leading leaders in training, or they're leading folks with great leadership potential. And the tools you use, the strategies, the techniques are somewhat different than the core leadership tool. So if you go to the website, I'll spell it www.jacobscomm.com. J-A-C-O-B-S-C-O-M-M, as in Mary, .com. And the first thing you'll see is the offer of um, how to lead the leaders on your team and it's an easy download and we've gotten very good response to it um, and it is based on interviews I did with some major leaders in the field they happen and they're not just leaders they they've led leaders they lead leaders and the fact that they're in PR marketing PR is communications is not what's important it's it's the fact that they are so respected for their leadership skills. And it all started with an article in the public relations strategist. I've turned it into a course. I've turned it into an ebook. So I, I think, I think we've hit something there. I think it's resonating with senior executives who get the leaders on my team, even though they may report to me, I'm still leading them. But, but, there are some special techniques I can use, and then and then everyone benefits everyone mm-hmm. benefits.
1: Great. That sounds like a a, a powerful resource, and again, we we'll, we'll, that'll also be in the show notes. Thank you. So the last question, question number six, Ken, what should I've asked you that I didn't?
0: yeah, well I, I you know I hear a lot about how do I know if I'm ready to hire an executive coach or a leadership coach? Um, so I'll just share a little bit. you know, if you're successful in many ways, but there are a few gaps interfering with your ultimate success. You're not getting to where you n- need to be. You're not able to sustain your success. Just one or two big things get in the way you might be ready for executive coaching. You know, If in your career, it's three steps forward and then a step back, that's something uh, that we can work on. If you're successful, but not fulfilled, you know, this life's short, let's not wait till we're retired. Let's figure out a way to get fulfillment from our work and our life. Then you're a candidate for executive coaching. You know, if you find yourself saying, oh, I could never ask that of my boss, of my peer, of my client, of my team member, executive coaching could be right for you. If, if your workplace is filled with conflict, if you or your team can't manage your time, if you're managed by your time rather than the other way around, if you're managed by your calendar rather than managing your calendar, if you constantly feel stressed, you can just never get it done. If you're a slave to email, um, you know, if you've been trying to improve any or all of these things and you right now you can't, why go it alone? Um, that's where an executive coach comes in. Now, let me let me state this one thing. Coach Being a coaching client takes work, right? Unlike when I was in the PR business and I was an agency manager leader and I was the lead consultant, I guess. If the program didn't work, I had to correct it. And my team, we had to correct it. The client didn't, we had to. In coaching, the client does the heavy lifting. The client does the majority of the work. So I always say, you know, if you are willing to go deep, if you're willing to do the work that is required of sustained and positive change, and you are ready for sustained positive change, then it might be a good time to look for an executive coach. Thanks, Ken,
1: so much for your time today.
0: Thank you for having me. It's, it's been a joy and I've, en- I've enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember,
1: always use your power for good.